Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm terribly excited because my next guest is best known as Golem, but he now stars in War for the Planet of the Apes. Please welcome my precious Andy Serkis. So nice to see you again. Nice to have you on. It's fantastic to see you again. You know, um... Uh, one of the things that I always say to people who say, like, oh, Andy Serkis is this amazing motion capture uh, performer, I go, no, he's a fantastic performer who is famous for doing motion capture because people, even to this day, don't necessarily understand that that's you all the time doing that performance. And the magic of motion capture is they're able to make your performance into an ape or into a shriveled hobbit or something like that. <laughs> How many different um, non-human have you done? Well, let me think now. I mean, the, the weird thing was, was like, when we finished Lord of the Rings, I just thought I'm going to go back to my career as a normal actor, you know, normal yeah. actor doing stage and, and, and film and, and TV. And then, and then Peter Jackson said, do you want to play King Kong? I thought, man, you know, I'm going to go from a, a three-and-a-half-foot ring junkie to a 25-foot gorilla, you know. And... <laughs> This is the end of typecasting as we know it. You know, this is, this is it. This is it. You can play anything. Anyone can play anything. So that was... Uh... Well, uh, seven, eight years ago, I guess seven years ago, uh, my boys and I luckily went down to New Zealand. I remember. And, uh, and, and were uh, invited by Peter to come down to the set uh, for The Hobbit. And on the way there, we had a layover on L.A., and we saw the original uh, The Planet of the Apes movie that right. we did with uh, Mr. Franco. And... My boys absolutely loved it. It was a brilliant performance. And they said, I wonder how much of that is Mr. Circus and how much of that is uh, the motion capture. And I said, well, when we get to New Zealand, we'll ask. And we went to Stone Street Studios, yeah. you know, the, 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 the Weta people, I guess. Yeah. And they actually peeled back your performance for us in one of the best scenes of the movie. And we saw It's All You. And, and we have a wonderful clip that I think your people sent along of Caesar in the new movie... Uh, giving a speech. Uh, can you set up what's this, happening This here? is actually not in the movie. This is, this, is, uh, this is to demonstrate performance capture for what it is, i.e. it is acting. That's all it is. People think there's a mystery to it. And this, this really clearly demonstrates uh, that, it's, that the actor is there giving the performance and that, that the, the, the translation into the ape's face is done in post. But you can see that all the nuance of the performance is, is created and authored by the actor. So the digitising is, is serving your performance. Correct, exactly. Jim? It is my hope that out of this solemn occasion, a better world will emerge 
out of the blood and carnage of the past. A world found upon faith and understanding. A world dedicated to the wish for freedom. It's a good demonstration. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. And of course, of course, the, the, the performance that people first got to know you was a, was as Smeagol, you know, a uh, golem. Absolutely. You know, uh, a tremendous. Not only are you doing that, but you're doing two different characters, you might say, two different sides. I, I wonder if I could ask you a favor. Yes. Is that I, I have here, where do I have it? I have it right here. I would love it if I could hear either Smeagol or Golem. Okay. Um, or both. Uh, read these tweets by Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> news media has never been so wrong or so dirty. Purposely incorrect stories and phony sources to meet their agenda of hate. Sad. Just, 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 you can lose this one. Just, just that one if you don't mind. Despite the constant negative press kerfuffle. <laughs> wait, 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 what's kerfuffle, precious? No one knows. <laughs> That's the most beautiful thing. Oh I gotta say. I gotta say, they actually sound better that way. <laughs> uh, now, in, in, in War for the Planet of the Apes, this is the third, a third of the movies, um, how has Caesar, the, the uh, chimpanzee who was given the um, virus... That's right. He, that... so, he was, he, so, so, basically, Caesar was an orphaned chim baby chimpanzee whose mother died in a laboratory who was given a, a, a cure for Alzheimer's test drug, which went horribly wrong for human beings. It turned into a virus. Better for the apes. It, yeah. it enhanced Pretty their, much kills their, everybody. Kills, kills a lot of the humans. The simian flu, it was known as. And, and basically, Caesar is uh, an ape that, that then gets an enhanced intelligence, a rapid sort of escalation of his evolution, if you like. Is he different yeah, now in see, the war? We see, we see him grow and evolve and become more human-like and the way he speaks, the way he converses. I mean, you saw a demonstration of that there. Um, and, and sort of psychologically, emotionally, uh, becomes more human-like. And, and, and he, he basically represents... You know, the human condition we see, we see through the eyes of apes. We are, the audience, in, in, uh, invited to see the world of, uh, uh, through the eyes of apes. But, but in this movie, this empathetic character uh, is... An event happens at the beginning of the movie, basically, that sets him off on a journey of revenge and hatred, and, and is, which is completely out of character for him, and that's what, we, that's what we uncover in this story. So the war for the planet of the apes is also the, basically the war for Caesar's soul. Well, I can't wait to see it. Thank you so much for being here, Andy. Always a pleasure. Up next, Ian McKellen and Helen Mirren. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I hope, I hope everybody out there is just as excited as I am. Because my first guests tonight are icons of both stage and screen. They now star together in The Good Liar. Stephen, enough. You assume it's necessary to save your grandmother from all sorts of imaginary dangers. Look, you don't know him! I make my own choices. And I don't need your permission. If you can't respect that, then I think it's just as well that we don't see each other for a while. Obviously, I'm intruding. Do you know who you are? You're the only person on this planet who makes me feel that I'm not alone. Please welcome Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen. Come now. Come now. Well, it is so lovely to see you both. I don't know who's going to enjoy this anywhere in the world more than me. Because I've interviewed both of you individually, but never together. I feel I should be wearing a sunscreen or something so I don't get burned (laughs) by your incandescence. We've never done an interview like this before together either. You've never done a movie together before. I find that so hard to believe. Two giants in your own craft, both who live in London. Why, Why is this the first thing you've ever done together? It's just, you know, that's just the way it happens, isn't it? We've been swimming in the same river for a long time, all of our careers, obviously. Uh, You know, Ian's always been a a hugely um, um, uh, admired actor for my whole life, you know. And I was always sort of following along, watching him be brilliant. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sort of... (laughs) We, we, we did do a, we did do a play together <laughs> on Broadway. Oh yeah, here uh, this was uh, yeah, Dance you know, of Death on stage, Dance of Death, yeah. right here in yeah. 2001. Oh, oh, dancing yeah. away, couldn't do that. But not na- na- <laughs> never in never in a movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're you're both um, renowned uh, Shakespearean actors. Is is there a part you never got to play in Shakespeare that you still think of? Oh, I want to be uh, Juliet. Mm. <laughs> And, I I'm, soft. and I'm looking for a Romeo, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it is the East, and Ian is the sun. Arise, her son. Yes, Kill the right. right. I'm ready. How about also, you? funnily enough, also Juliet. I never played Juliet, which oh, is wow. like, But also, we should have Dylan Juliet. <laughs> America's <laughs> next top Juliet. Yeah, yeah exactly. We were thinking. I'll host it. Actually, maybe we'd do a sort of Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Uh, but he wants to play Juliet. That's any trouble. Mm. Anyway, um, but uh, uh, Hamlet, Lear, uh, Coriolanus, love to play mm-hmm. Coriolanus, Alphidius, love to play Alphidius. I've played all those parts. Of course you have, you're a man. <laughs> you get to play them. But luckily, well, you things played Prospero, didn't you? I did play Prospera. 
as a Prospera, woman. Prospera, my yes. apologies. Yes, my I apologies did. for yes. my uh, declension. Yes. Now, <laughs> you also each have some very interesting uh, individual uh, projects of your own. I know that uh, you, Helen, are playing Catherine the Great in the new HBO miniseries that premiered <laughs> last month. Yes. Yes, we're, we're reinstating her reputation. You know, she was very maligned by history. Yes, you know, women terrible in, rumors. Terrible rumors, <laughs> really bad. You've probably all heard them. But uh, absolutely untrue, and, it, and it's what very often happens to successful women in power, is that they get demeaned and diminished, through, often through sexuality, and that was exactly what happened to Catherine. Mm -hmm. Catherine was actually an unbelievably brilliant... What made her great? Leader. <laughs> the fact that she expanded the empire of Russia, that was why she became and she, That's and, happening again. Actually. And she yeah, wasn't yeah. Russian. And she, <laughs> yeah. she wasn't Russian, she was German. Yes, oh, she was oh, Prussian. Yes, she wasn't Prussian. She turned herself into a Russian. Yes. <laughs> she, was, she was an extraordinary woman. And, and um, you know, watch it to find out more about it. Oh, that. it's brilliant. Yes. It's wonderful. And uh, Ian, of course. Uh, meow. Meow. <laughs> you are playing Gus the Theatre Cat <laughs> in the highly anticipated Cats. <laughs> now, we had Idris Elba on oh. here a while back. Oh, yes, he's Talking a... about uh, his training that he went to what they called cat school, he said, yes. to learn how to move like a cat. How did cat school go for you? Well, I, uh, he's, a, he's a professional. I didn't bother going to school. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked for my inner pussy. And, uh... <laughs> mm -hmm. and you found it. And I found it, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, the, thing, the thing about cats, if you ever saw the show, did you ever see it on stage? I have not. Oh, well, uh, it's all about cats, but the... the, the, the... Hence the title. <laughs> Although I'd prefer to see a show called Dogs. Wouldn't you like to see that? I would. Wouldn't that be lovely? I would. But the, the point is that the, these are actors who are playing, uh, playing cats. They are not cats, and so... We, we Hold might... on, let me... Sing, let me... Let me... <laughs> It's... I'm going to process that for a yeah, moment, right. Ian. I just... You got a little technical for me there yeah, for just well, a moment. Okay, it means yes. we, 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 we walk on two legs rather than four, for example. And, okay. and I promise you, Judy Dench does not have a tail. <laughs> no. Wow. Nor do I. Though I'd rather like one, actually. Don't you think a tail would be rather fun? <laughs> I would love a tail if I could use it to, like a prehensile monkey tail so I could hang from things. Or pick, that, or pick things up off the floor. Wonderful, yes, yes. Like an elephant trunk. W w wave at people with it. Yeah. W without using your hands. No. <laughs> You'd need a very good tailor. <laughs> <laughs> now, without giving anything away, uh, the, good li the Good Liar... The Good has Liar. The Good Liar. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not a Shakespearean actor. <laughs> <laughs> the Good Liar has uh, some twists and turns in it, and, and without going into any details, are... Are the two of you good liars? Is you mean, uh, us? To you. We aren't really, are we? We're not very good liars. I have to say... Well, I don't know. The very I mean, first time... the first time we the met. The very first time we, we met... It was in Manchester, wasn't it? I, I couldn't quite believe it. Yeah. Helen came on to me rather strongly. And, I did. And I, I fancied him. Well, you know, he was a very famous actor. Well, and uh, I was sort of just starting out in my career. And it, it, I was in rep in Manchester. Mm. And, and Ian, I think, was a, appearing on television and shooting something. And I was going through television. a stage. I wasn't quite sure about my sexuality. And, mm. um, well, just Helen in those days came yeah. along. 
And I it mean, was a torrid... Was it torrid? Oh, it was. Well, it was for me. Was it torrid? Mm. Oh, I'm so It was sorry just about a phase that. I was going through, mind <laughs> you. Um, anyway, so, you know, it was, it was, you know, ships are passed in the night uh, on a dark, rainy night in Manchester, and we are completely lying. You did not have sex with each other? We never had... We never met in Manchester. <laughs> 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 okay. okay. All right. <laughs> that was, you had me confused. I'll tell you that much. What uh, is acting lying? No, no. Because you're making things up. That's not your real it's name. It's telling the truth. Yeah, it's acting. revealing a, a truth about life and about humanity and about the way you know we behave with each other. It's absolutely telling. Shakespeare tells the truth, doesn't he? It's yes. Um, and so our job as Shakespearean actors is just H to tell human that beings truth. are very, very good at selecting parts of themselves to to show to different people, and uh, animals don't do this, but human animals do. And you think when you're a kid that the vocabulary that you effortlessly use with your family at home is not the same language as you use with your friends in the playground, is it? You, we, you, you select parts of yourself. You select what costume you're going to wear. We're, we're all acting all day. In fact, all the world's a stage, Stephen, and all the men and women. <laughs> How can I put it? Nearly um, players, maybe. <laughs> You have to take a break. Please, you two lovelies, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen, everybody. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Let me ask you this before we go any further. You both live in London, right? Both have places in London yeah. where you shot The Good Liar. Yeah, we, mm. very, we yeah. live very close to each other, actually. Oh, really? On the Thames. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Must be nice to short commute to work and everything. Exactly. Oh, yeah. oh, Sleep in your own bed. Yeah, yeah, it was fabulous. Now, in, when people think of New York, there are a few, few things they think of, like uh, Statue of Liberty or the Empire State Building or the, the Arch in Washington Square. What, for you, is the quintessential London image that just says, this is London? To me, it's Tower Bridge. Oh, Tower Bridge, yes. Well, I, I, I might say the pub that I own in the East End of London. <laughs> what's the, na what's the name of the pub? What's the name of the, the pub? Grapes, uh, the Grapes. The Grapes? The Grapes in Limehouse. Next time, please come along. But the iconic buildings... I think I'd pick one of the theatres, maybe Drury Lane Theatre. 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, but what, you know, what people abroad see is, oh, there, that's London. And, I, and it is in, it, really tower. interesting that the Tower, the tower, the tower Bridge, tower bridge. Becoming, and it's St. Right, Paul's, maybe. Right Paul's. near where we live, actually. So, um, mm -hmm. But it's packed with tourists all the time. Every time I go past St Paul's Cathedral, been there since the late 17th century, my heart just, I'm not a Christian, but, oh, God, just to be near that building, it's, it's wonderful to have beautiful buildings, isn't it? Mm -hmm. yes. of, of all periods. I suppose that's what makes London a bit special. Well, here in the States, we're, uh, you're trying to, you know, Brexit, you're trying to, Britain exiting uh, the European Union. We're trying to get Trump to exit the Oval Office. <laughs> we're, we're attempting a Trexit over Trexit. here. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, Donald Trump, uh, you may have heard, released a transcript of him essentially Absolutely extorting the, the Ukrainian the president, yes. saying, we'll give the military the aid unless... unless Graham, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Unless, <laughs> unless you launch the investigation against the Bidens. Now, he says it's a perfect <laughs> phone call, perfectly innocent, and he perfect. wants to read it on air in a fireside chat, and he thinks that when he reads it out loud, it'll, it'll suddenly seem so innocent that you won't want him removed from office. And um, since I have two of the greatest living actors right here, I was wondering... This is the line, in case... <clears throat> and I will... <coughs> I, 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 I will be the, uh, the judge, but whether you're innocent or guilty after you read the, the line. <laughs> let, me, let me set the scene. We'll go back and forth here, OK? Let me, let me, let me set the scene. Mm. The scene is you're on the phone with the Ukrainian president, his country's been invaded by the Russians. You've got the military aid he needs, but you're not going to give it to him unless you get the pro quo back. <laughs> this is what you say after he says, I would like the Javelin missiles. Helen, if you would try this, um, uh, ca casually. Um, what's the name of the guy I'm talking to? Uh, uh, President Zelensky. Zelensky? I'd like you to do us a favor, though. Guilty. <laughs> Ian. I'd like you to do us a favor, though. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> Helen, could yeah. you try? Could you try happy? Would you try happy? happy? Yes. Oh yes. I would like oh. the javelin missiles, please. <laughs> I'd like you to do us a favor, though. <laughs> Ian, can you, can you give me innocent? Uh, innocent? Yeah. Well, I would like you to do us a favor, though. <laughs> Guilty. All right. There's you... no way of saying that any other way except for guiltily. <laughs> because it's a guilty... It's a guilty phrase. Helen, can you be the president of the United States? <laughs> <laughs> the Good Liar is in theaters next Friday. Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. 
hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate, though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week, I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements. Wherever you get your podcasts. 